Hey, Shawna, let me holler at you. Ginger, this is it. I uh, with a heavy heart. This is our last Werner Herzog short documentary of the month for Herzog Month. Say it isn't so. I just wish it could stay forever and ever and ever and Me ever. Me too. And this one that we are discussing today is titled Pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. And it was directed uh, in 2001, and it's got a music score. Composed by John Tavener, performed by the BBC Orchestra, and some singers. Which means we have more perfect bed music for this episode. Start it now. And this one is very... This starts with a quote. May I read this quote? Please do. It is only the pilgrims who in the travails of their earthly voyage do not lose their way. Whether our planet be frozen or scorched, they're guided by the same prayers and suffering and fervor and woe. Thomas A. Kempis. And nope. I read that Werner Herzog actually just made that up. Yeah, he just <laughs> fucking made it up. He revealed it in an interview sometime later. I looked up to, I actually put this quote verbatim because I had found out that he had made it up. But I wasn't sure if it was someone else had said it. And then I put the quote in a search like verbatim. Yeah. And it was revealed that he did it. But there are websites out there, like a Christ, some Christian websites. And this movie can be viewed as a Christian film. It can be very inspiring sure. if you have that faith. But there, but there are some sites that are like, and this is a quote by uh, Thomas Kempis. And it's like, mm, <laughs> actually, Werner... Did a little manipulation there. Not uncommon for some Werner stuff. Yeah. But uh, but there but the manipulation is um, often surrounding the outline of, of some stark realities. But this is very interesting. This film, it's a quiet film. There's only the music you hear. And it takes place in two different places. The tomb of St. Sergei and Sergeyev Posad, Russia. Mm-hmm. And in the Basilica of Guadalupe in Mexico, is that the place where the kids saw a vision of the Virgin Mary, the Guadalupe, and they were like, oh shit, I, I think I remember an Unsolved Mysteries about this. I mean, it's very possible. So the, the deal is with, with that place, um, and I, I think there's a lot more to it than this, but essentially um, it, it houses the cloak of Juan Diego, who was said to have been visited by the Virgin Mary a few times and then she um kind of blessed him with this cloak imprinted with her image and that is what's in the basilica so maybe maybe that was like projected like movie screen style interesting and some kids saw it is that what you're saying and then so i don't remember seeing that one but. yeah i might be getting some uh, some visions confused but it's it's your own like, visions but this does both involve the virgin mary showing up being like what's up what's up meow, 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 party <laughs> We see more of the stuff in Guadalupe the most, it yeah. seems like. Uh, but in the stuff in Russia, 
We see people crawling on the ice. Like they're, belly crawling on the ice. Yeah, and they're approaching something. And it seems like they're praying. And in Mexico, they're like walking on their knees and approaching. Mm-hmm. There's one dude that was wearing like this Virgin Mary shirt that was like five sizes big. And I was like, I want a gigantic Virgin Mary shirt. Like it looks like a night shirt. Like yeah. I want it so big. I look like a giant toddler running around in it. Well, I noticed, and this was in the scene when people were are walking on their knees up to the Basilica, and they several people had that same design yeah. on their shirts. And I was kind of imagining, is there like a, a row of vendors? Yeah, you know, uh, like knee height vendors yeah. that are like you know shilling like Virgin Mary T-shirts and caps and like neon halos and whatnot. Yeah. You know, I'd buy five. If I, I was would there. too. I would stock myself up. It seems like in both areas we see people putting themselves in a vulnerable position to present themselves in reference in reverence to a, a site or an area that they have decreed that is holy. We see some very intense passion. Yeah. Very intense. It's very fast. I, this, that passion, I could see it if you're a very religious person, especially a Christian person, Catholic or Orthodox Russian or whatever, that you could find that to be extremely inspiring. But did you notice it, the camera shot two different things. It shot the landscapes that people were in briefly. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, the camera was on people. Yeah. It did not go on like the layers of symbology that they were staring at. That's right. It didn't point the camera on the statues because to Werner, it's not the statue. It's the people. And for me as a non-religious person, you know, I can be very dismissive of organized religions. But I have to accept the power of people's beliefs and what that can do. And that can both represent some compassion that you see in this film. And it can also be fucking scary because mm-hmm. it contributes to like a group think or a mob mentality that who knows where that can go. And especially in the Guadalupe scenes, you know that people being around each other and feeling these things is just amplifying these emotions. And it's so, it was super interesting to me that the camera chose not to go towards all the symbology. Right. It really did focus a lot on the struggle of these people who are just giving all of themselves to this journey. And I'm with you. It's really fascinating to me. I'm not a religious person. Um, I can't directly identify with this sort of perspective. But yeah, there's something just so different and powerful about it that, you know, not to offend any pilgrims that may be listening right now, but it's, it's, it's on the verge of like being scary. Just yeah. like the intensity Absolutely. of it. Cause like you said, like we see, we've seen the result of that intensity play out in some really bad ways, yes. you know, throughout history. Um, but it's also for people so deeply personal and important that there is like a level of like inspiration, you know, a person can get from just seeing someone so vulnerable to that. Yeah. And I know if I look back at my past, which as a young, a, a child doing churchy shit, you know, if a lot of us were around and we were all singing the same song and saying the same shit and getting all wrapped up into each other, you could definitely uh, have a similar experience. I just maybe nowadays objectively look at it like, that was just us as a crowd. We were drawing on each other's. I don't really credit any belief. I credit 
the emotion, the emotional simpatico nature of all of these people being together. And you can kind of hit, you don't even have to really do religious things to fill it in that way. Maybe you just saw a really good movie yeah. or uh, you were at a uh, demolition derby and we're having a really good time. I don't know. I remember. I'd love a good demolition derby. I'll yeah, say that. I, I remember being a kid and I went to a demolition derby and these two rednecks without shirts on got in a big fist fight right next <laughs> oh. to us. It was pretty cool. Little, I mean, that sounds amazing. A little demolition in the stands too. <laughs> Werner is fascinated with the people, the people, because that's where the faith truly lives. Mm -hmm. It's not really our, the, our beliefs and what we do. They're not really as they don't really belong to the statues or the flags or anything like that. It's always the people. Mm -hmm. And Werner has a keen eye in understanding that. And and to add to those passions, we see some lovely nature shots here and there as well. And we know Werner's good at that shit. We watched the. We've watched some cool nature docs. Yes, we have with lava yeah. and all sorts of natural delight. Um, there's one shot that I'm interested in seeing what you think about it. Um, we we see a man uh, with his group and they're on their knees and he looks like he's gonna pass out. We see kind of a hand reach out under his face. And is it like, what are they doing? Are they giving him water, smelling salts, Gosh. feed? I don't know. Snacks? What? I mean, I, I was really interested in that. They didn't really show. Like, you couldn't really see what it was. Maybe corn nuts. <laughs> um, I, I might have missed that actually. Yeah, it was. It was. It was interesting. I think I. I think I let the dogs out at one point, and I who didn't let, stop it. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Uh, me did. <laughs> <laughs> I, there was another part where it seemed like a man and his girlfriend. They didn't. They seem to be charmed by this scenario, but they weren't maybe crying like a lot of other people were. It was interesting to see them kind of in that environment, too. Do you think they were there just to see the spectacle of the quote-unquote believers, you know? Like, they were just kind of there to be like, I want to see what all this is about. Maybe, but I didn't get the vibe that they necessarily uh, felt apart from it, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like maybe they just weren't as emotional as other people. There's also a really touching moment where... You see a man holding up a framed photo yeah. of a woman. You know, and I wonder, is that like his mother, his wife, his sister, like a friend, you know, that he's wanting to bring along with him to this experience? Mm -hmm. Maybe they passed on and can't experience it themselves. And I thought that was really, really a nice kind yeah. of thing to see. Uh, it's a sweet film. and Yeah. Weird and creepy, but sweet. Yeah. Yeah. There was a creepy vibe to it. You could see the potential of i don't know sometimes you know i think religion can do this a lot like the ability of someone with good intentions doing something bad but we don't see people doing anything bad no anymore. we're really just you see the passion and you're and, and it hits your brain and you're wondering where that could go and it could just go in a myriad of directions they were seeing people put themselves in these extreme physical situations whether it's crawling on their stomachs through ice like in this tundra essentially or walking on their knees for how i'm not even sure how long they're on their knees but they look like they're just gonna pass out from the pain of it but they're like enduring through it and it's just really powerful to see that Werner should do uh, another one of these in the in the muslim world in the mid-east world you got pilgrimages to mecca yeah and then you got i know in certain cultures, flagell self-flagellation is a big thing. 
You almost said flatulence. Flatulence. <laughs> Flagellation. I still may not be saying it right. Oh, yeah, I think you, should, you said it right, yeah. And I think that'd be interesting, too. But that's... I think so, too. I'm, I'm so fascinated now yeah. by this. Yeah, this, like, an inside look. It's really cool. And that's that film, The Last of Our Werner Herzog Shorties, Pilgrimage mm-hmm. by, you guess it, Werner Herzog. Ginger, we don't rate short documentaries and full-grown Hertzies. Nope. We do it in baby Hertzies. Baby Hertzies. You're going to give this one through three babies? I'm going to give this one through three babies. Combine them for best out of six. This film, Pilgrimage by Werner Herzog, is, is I was so shocked with, I feel like out of all that we've watched, so many might stay with me in certain ways, but I feel like this one will live in my brain the longest. And this is one that is in pure observance, too. It is like, weirdly, an, an educational film in like a weird way. Just mm-hmm. and, and at least the observance of these cultures and how they worship and uh, present themselves in uh, areas of worship. And Werner understood that the passion is all about those people. And it was so fucking smart of him not to like pan the camera all the way to the imagery, even though some of this imagery could have been beautiful and artistic in its own right. I think the most we see is people touching a wall, but it seemed very vague and the wall looked scuffed. It didn't look like something that was, um, so that stood out so particularly just a smart way to capture something in a purely objective way that was my dog hacking <laughs> i think i'm gonna go ahead and give this one a three three baby herzogs ginger Ooh. you know i am right there with you um i think no matter what you watch this you're gonna feel something either it's like wow i'm really inspired by that why can't i be more passionate in my own life right. or Gee, I wish I was, um, gee, I'm glad I'm not like those people. Like, I'm not, that's that's too intense for me, you know. Um, I think the film layered with the music that he chose for it was, like, just perfect. It was yeah. haunting. It was beautiful. It was moving. Um, like we keep saying, a little creepy, kind of eerie. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just, it was definitely a journey. And I'm going to give it a three as well. Because, like I say, I think that anyone should watch it. And you're going to, you're going to come away I'm watching it with something. Yeah. Check yeah. this out. I'll link it in the show notes. Let it wash over you. This is what, like 20 minutes long? Yeah. I actually watched it twice and it didn't even seem like it just was kind of like, you're just kind of absorbing it. It's it's really, it's really interesting experience. And I feel like you could pull, get a lot from this movie depending on who you are. I think if you are religious, you can get a lot out of it. And if you're more a religious like we are, um, then we got a lot out of it too. It's very fascinating. Yeah, it's like a really cool inside look at something that you may never see otherwise or even have like a notion of. Yeah. It's interesting because I've never sometimes you hear people who are atheistic and they'll say that they wish they could feel something. It seems weird. Um, like that's not the point of it. I don't know. I think people I think maybe people aren't truly atheists, maybe more agnostic and just trying to figure out their place in it. Seems like something young people might say. But for me, I I when I saw how impassioned people were in this, I didn't I didn't say to myself, I want to believe like they believe. It was just like what what is in my life that can make me do that? You right, know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was jealous of the emotion, not necessarily the belief. Right. It's just fascinating shit. Check it out, folks. It's very simple. Check it out. 
and that's it. That's our short. We got one more full Herzog episode left in this month. Mm-hmm. And, but that's the last of our Werner Herzog short documentaries. Yeah, it's a good set of documentaries you chose. I, I liked all of them. Yeah, it's good stuff. And yeah. I hope uh, Werner makes more short documentaries so we can pat out future Herzog months. Ginger, thank you for joining me this Herzog month. Thank you for having me, Bobby. This is great. Much obliged. And uh, I believe earlier in this week, your episode of Cave of Forgotten Dreams is out. So it's like hey. double dose of you. There's so, there's so much you this month. How lucky you all are. Yeah, you lucky fucks. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, thank you for joining us this Herzog month. And keep on docking. Thank you.